Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? And as a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. The last episode in February. We are one month closer to the event that we know and love as HHN. We're getting so close, guys. We have so many announcements to talk about. Psych. But there has been a lot of like hmm, murmurs, rumors, hearsay, shall I say scuttlebutt as one of our, you know, as our season approaches, we'll have to bring back our speculation scuttlebutt series. You know, maybe this is the episode because I don't know. I'm not bought in on a lot of the stuff that's out there right now, but I feel like enough at this point has kind of appeared and piled up that we should at least address it and give our opinions on it uh right wrong or indifferent i think there's some interesting stuff out there there's some stuff that is factual uh and we can kind of we'll discuss the the factual side of it and then you know kind of look over what that could potentially mean for us come hhn season but that's what we got going on for you today <laughs> the cat is making an appearance Kitty. i have severe allergies so i'm probably gonna be sneezing all the time and just like that, I uh, I did pa- I did uh, mute the mic so you didn't have to hear me sneeze. But if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can just watch me pause my mic and sneeze in between takes because that's probably what's mm-hmm. gonna happen because all this goddamn pollen that's on my goddamn car every fucking morning. God, I thought I left pollen when I came down here, but apparently it's migrated and landed right in front of my doorstep every single morning. So I guess the only way to cure the allergies is a old faithful. I stole one of Jamie's high noon pineapples and you're seeing that in real time. A her reaction. Nooner. It might. Yeah, wow. that might be yours, but now it's mine. That's all right. Take one. At the end of this week, I'm finally in a decent spot, you know, out of work wise. You know, I'm, I've kind of gotten a lot of stuff uh, in my my work video world that I have some more free time. So I'm emptying out the fridge, tossing all the the random crap that we have in there. And I'm going to re-up some some beers so we can actually talk about some fun stuff coming forward because I've I've been really slacking on the beers. I've been just skipping. I've been drinking high noons. And it's just time to to get that fridge all cleaned out and, and restocked as only fear and beer does. So I don't have to one sip this thing. I don't have to one smell it. it tastes like high noon. Smells like pineapple. But it's all sugar. So that's what we're going to be working with for tonight. So. Like I said, there's a oh, Seamus is grabbing a beer right now out of the little mini fridge. I can see I know, it right, right now. I, need to grab I think that's a that's a Coors Light right there. That's a that's a silver that's a silver bullet if I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Archie blows. All right, simple so, man. <laughs> simple man with simple needs. So let's get into some of this. You know, it's tough calling these rumors because there's nothing here that's 
specific well that's a lie i was gonna say there's not a lot of specific like houses that oh this might be coming or whatever but we do have a you know one or two of those little things but the speculation maps obviously we know and love those uh from our friends over at horror night nightmares by this time last year we had already had version one and in previous years we've had version one as well and legacy pretty well-known hhn insider has been stating as well that this year is just a little bit different whether stuff is you know they're being a little bit more particular they got burned a lot last year if you go back to look at the spec map early on there was a lot of stuff that was just not as accurate as it has been in the past and whether that's from false information being leaked out or semi-credible sources you know kind of portraying themselves as incredibly uh, resourceful just didn't pan out that way. So they're taking their time with this speculation. They'd rather push it, start releasing stuff a little bit later on and possibly be more accurate without, of course, you know, spoiling everything all at once. Cause we, we've talked about that previously too, where you don't really want to just blow the whole load and, and be done with it in March. That's not fun. That's not the speculation season we, we love, but, that's well, kind to be of fair, what, in the last couple of years this stuff has happened. The t-shirt yeah, two just, years ago. Oh, yep. Yep. And I got leaked so, like a month beforehand. Yeah. So like there definitely is that difference between leaks and speculation. Where like we like speculation. I don't want a leak. I don't yeah, want don't to just stuff. see it. You know, like I, I like the the back and forth conversations where it's like, oh well, this has to be coming because X, Y, and Z. Not because I saw a call sheet and just took a picture of it or something. You know, that's just not yeah. fun. Or if, you know, Big move. Joe Blow, who happens to be friends with somebody who works in creative and they give him a little bit of information. And instead of just being like, yeah, that's cool to know that they go and tell everybody or they put it on Twitter or something or X, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, I just it's it's kind of silly to do that. But then again, everybody wants to be the first to break the news. So. You know, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of that's the reason behind. And I totally see their points. They're all valid that we'd rather make sure the information we're hearing is is actually tangible and correct and has backing to it versus just kind of picking up on the newest hot rumor and being like, oh, for sure, this is happening. But what do you guys think about that whole like the reasoning, the the, the speculation map and the speculation season truly starting a little bit later? Is it something you you missed? Do you? It, is speculation season like something you actually look forward to? Cause I, I personally love this part of the year. Yeah, I like it. I look forward to it. I, I I'd rather it kind of like give us a, give us a couple of months. Like I don't want them to start dumping stuff in February, March. Cause it's just, we still got six months before the event kicks off. It's like, I don't need that. I don't need stuff that early. I know that people want it, but like, I'd rather them wait until the summer and then start hinting at things throughout the summer. Yeah. I like speculation stuff. I think it's fun. It gives us something to do. And it's interesting to see how the ideas from other people, what they have in mind or what they think might be there. Cause it's usually just speculation. Sometimes they have little tips or hints about what certain stuff you're going to be like you were saying, but I just think it's interesting to see the different takes and to see how it compares to when the full lineup actually does drop, how, similar it is or how much was correct and what wasn't correct. Yeah. I, I love the, the speculation season. It's one of 
you know, I, there's only a few aspects of seasons. You know, there's HHN season and there's speculation season. It's really right. only two seasons, but I really love speculation season because it's like, like last year, right? When we got one of those maps, I forget which one it was, but there was like Demon Slayer and Exorcist. And it was kind of just like, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Like I, it's, it's, it's a fun discourse and it's fun when stuff changes but like i remember it flipped i think like we got stranger things at one point and that flipped off into demon slayer or something like that but it's just fun you know and it's not concrete it's not this is exactly what's happening and i like that you know if we do want to keep it continuing into this springtime starting out in that february march or you know march april i really like the idea of just starting more vague you know don't put the IP's name on there. You know, you could just like allude to it or hint towards it or something like that and kind of keep us guessing it, string us along a little bit. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens because like we said earlier, at this point we had already had spec map one for last year. So I can't imagine they're going to hold out, you know, that much longer. So I'd say maybe this is completely, you know, without any backstory or insight, I'd say middle of March. So like two and a half weeks until we get spec map one. But again, that's just me completely guessing. I have no idea what they're doing in the back burner. I have no idea what they have kind of going on in their lives and what information they have or haven't heard yet. So that's just a, a absolute shot in the dark for me. But I don't know. I'm really excited for that spec map one to come on out. What do you think? You guys excited for that first map to come out or is it still too early for you? I'm excited for it because thinking about it now, like when I was younger and obviously not as big into the HHN community, but I would still go to the event and stuff like that. I would always get so excited because I guess I really wasn't old enough to be. I mean, we didn't really have Twitter and stuff like that at this point in time in like 2006. Maybe we did. I'm not sure. But the point is that I feel like that was like my speculation time, like when's the website going to go up? When are they going to put some of the stuff up? Cause they would kind of do it in like bits and pieces for like putting out the scare zones first or putting out a house here and there and stuff like that. So I feel like speculation season now is just so it actually gives us something to like look forward to and something to talk about. And I don't know. I, I for one don't mind spoilers with things. I think both of you guys know that, but <laughs> do I, know I, that. I really, I really don't, but it, you're it a really present gets, shaker. <laughs> I am. I am. But it really gets the, uh, the old hamster wheel turning up there once the speculate speculation map drops. Cause I'm like, Hmm, how much of this is going to be accurate or correct. And it's nice to see it change over time too, which is always good. It never stays the same. If it was consistent, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as fun. You know, I'm glad that there's always different versions of it is what I'm saying. Yeah. So one of the other sort of rumors that has been kind of floating around now, supposedly Five Nights at Freddy's, not as locked in as we had expected. Uh, Again, I believe this came from Legacy that this is sort of fallen to the wayside. Now, there's a couple different reasons for this or potential reasons. We don't know if it is. We don't know if these are the reasons, but the main ones that I saw are maybe that the Five Night at Freddy's creator is a little bit more difficult to work with. And, you know, that's that's a reasoning there if they were to go that video game route. Um, another reason I did see was the costuming could be a factor where if they were to build these big 
suits, it becomes very unbearable for the characters. That's extra pay because you have to pay them that higher rate, which they deserve for having to put up with that. But you're also going to need more of them because much like Hunchback, there was like three casts, I believe it was, versus the normal two. So you're going to have to hire more staff to rotate more frequently, depending on just how insane they make these costumes. But those are just a handful of, of, or not a handful. Those are the two reasons that I saw that seemingly were the most, you know, believable. I'm not completely sold on the Five Nights at Freddy's being gone, though. I, I just, I don't, I don't see them. And I know that, you know, Legacy's, what he's heard, or what, what he's heard has been that, you know, talks have kind of simmered. But I remember a lot of people saying Stranger Things 4 was hot, and then people said it was not coming. And I believed the entire time that we were getting Stranger Things 4. Not knowing insider information, this is just me knowing that what's hot in the community, and that's Five Nights at Freddy's. And not only is it hot, it's it's not just because of a movie. It has a a huge audience that stretches far beyond the movie, whether the movie is good, bad, or, you know, whatever the fans are still there. And the fact that it's a Blumhouse production, like the stars all align too much still for me to buy in that it's not coming. So until it gets, you know, 10 houses are announced and five nights is not on there. I, it's tough for me to say that it's not coming, but what I'd love to hear, Either of you, if if you think it's still coming, do you you buy it? You know what 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 do you think is going to go on with Five Nights at Freddy's this year? If the same anything. thing. The same thing you said. I was going to say the exact same thing. They pretty much did the same thing with Stranger Things when it was like rumored that we we're going to get it, and then we weren't definitely were going to get it, and then out of nowhere we got it, which was awesome. But <laughs> I have said since the beginning that when I knew Five Nights at Freddy's was in the works and all that kind of stuff. And once the film came out and we saw it, I was like, this is like a shoe in for a house at Horror Nights. Like there's no way they're not going to have this at a, have this as a house for Horror Nights. I was like debate, debating if they would use it either Hollywood or Orlando or both because um, last year they did have the Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's experience and the Blumhouse experience like little thing over there. So they had all the animatronics and the puppetry set up and all that kind of stuff. So I know... I would assume that's where they keep all that stuff and all the props and everything that they made with the movie. So I don't want to say that I want to believe that it's gone forever and just bit the dust now because I don't want to believe it because I would really like for it to be there. And I just think it would, it would make the most sense. Cause like you said, it's, it's the hot thing right now. Like it just has such a big audience for it. I feel like it would be probably kind of like the same draw as the last of us honestly when the last of us got announced i really didn't realize or think that it would ever have as long as a wait if it did as it did every single night and i think that's exactly how five nights of praise would be if we ended up getting it but to answer your question i don't want to push this to the side yet because i don't think it's just gone away forever yeah i don't disagree with either of what you've said I think it's this is definitely the Last of Us house if they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll have it'll have consistent hour and a half waits yeah. every night because it's just that big of a property. It goes beyond just the movie. Mm-hmm. I think you both alluded to it. Like there's such a big fan base for the for the property itself, like the you know the characters and the video games, and the movies, and the lore that's on the line. Oh, on the line, online. There's so many like. You know, you, videos out there. There's so many, you know, 
community takes on where the story goes. So there's a lot to it. And I wonder if part of it is because remember, there's the game, the guy that made the game, right? So there's, I don't know if I forget his name, but there's a guy that created the game that obviously has a team now that makes it or if he sold it. I don't, I don't know the whole, I don't know the whole story, but either way, there's that gentleman. And then there's the people that own the, the rights to the movie. So I don't know who might be the one that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, it could be that there's just a, there's just some confusion or some disagreements or whatever between universal, those that own the movie rights and those that, you know, built the game own the rights to the game um because you know uh blumhouse only has rights to the movie and the story for the movie they don't necessarily have rights to everything that's within that universe so depending on what they want to do maybe there's just some stink up about that yeah so seamus you were in the middle of talking about uh the five nights at freddy's we had a little Little snafu over there with the. Yeah, we back. We back. I fixed my right. mic. I probably so sound much a, better, guys. <laughs> yeah, if you see a gap on the YouTube video, we didn't time travel. Where uh, <laughs> we did. Just... We actually waited till the next day. We actually got some news. Wait, I'm, I don't yep. know yeah. Announcement. Announcement. What was I saying? Well, we're talking about Five Night at Freddy's. You know the the right. developer yeah. and the writer Scott Cathon. Was, yeah. So you know, right. Well, I think what I was saying is like because because there's two different things i know that they're probably trying to make the house based on the movie i'm just wondering if there was some snafus between the creators of the movie blumhouse and the creators of the video game whoever owns those those rights now maybe there was just something that came up there but i I do think that i agree with both of you that this will still be there i don't think there's any reason to believe as of right now that it's not going to happen unless we get something else that's more concrete but i I do think that this is still a, a very high possibility that we get this. I don't see why it wouldn't be considering it movie. The movie did just come out and it is a Blumhouse movie and they have to, they have something with Blumhouse going on. The one thing I you do, you mentioned the costumes with that one, Nick, I think that if you remember with like the Chucky for a while, they weren't using like the big headed Chucky things because they really couldn't yeah. fit them in into the building yeah they fucked it yeah up. right so i'm wondering if maybe part of their concern is not only that they have to have specific types of actors in those suits yeah are they going to be too big to fit them in a in a haunted house yeah that's true the other, the other concern because they are supposed to be pretty large animatronic characters yeah now but i would love to see them if they did this on a soundstage and i think with the um oh. much like the house with the all the icons where they had like the end where you had like the different icons on the chair. You could have like the, the last scene be the Freddy Fazbear's like pizzeria stage. And like, it's a different character every time, like a different animatronic performing. Yeah. As you, as you leave and kind of give you that different, like that different ending. Yeah. And when it comes to, I don't think, I think, I think it'll be there. Sorry. Yeah. When it comes to like the costuming and stuff too, another possibility as to maybe why it's kind of gone silent. To, so to speak, is, you know, if they don't think that they can execute it 100 percent, maybe they just said, fuck it. And like, eh, yeah, rather not do it than do like a bad version of five <laughs> and nights. Then people make fun of it. <laughs> and then people just dunk on H&M exactly. for 10 years. And I think that's I think that's they have to be really careful with some of these properties because of that reason. I mean, I think you're very, very much so that I think that if if they don't do it right. 
they're going to get shredded by the community that likes that property and not even necessarily just like the HHN community. Like we're all going to, we're going to just like whatever they do. We may Except not like everything, but we're going to generally be pretty positive about it. Like we're very negative. Although I would give you Except a different Chuck. impression <laughs> <laughs> about certain things. I am generally a positive person when it comes to Howie Horror Nights. <laughs> but I feel like that there is a, a large number of people that are just fans of specific properties that if they don't do it the right way, they don't want to catch that backlash, even yeah. though it really shouldn't matter because for the most part, I think generally everyone's going to like it. It's just, I think they do worry that, you know, we're going to put a lot of money into this, a lot of time into this, a lot of effort yeah. into it. And if we don't do it the right way, yeah, it's not going to be worth it for us in the end. So, and I respect them for that because like, you know, you're already paying. Like we we pay what two fifty, two sixty, or almost yeah. three hundred for a, for a, for an or an annual pass to it. Um, people spend probably hundreds, if not a, over a thousand, to come in, get tickets, do a three three or four night stay. So they want to make sure that if people are spending that kind of money, they're putting the best effort forward with these specific properties, especially with the IPs. With the originals, they can be a little bit more open-ended they can kind of do what they want but with the ips they have to get it right because if they don't uh it'll be worse off i think for them in the end yeah i i totally agree with that and i think it's also kind of the more popular the property the less chance they want to take you know like right. you don't want to do something as popular as as that and kind of fuck it up versus like right you know say say they they did give us our white whale of halloween three season of the witch that doesn't exactly. have a huge fan base that's going to be like all up in arms if it doesn't execute 120%. But that like The Last of Us, you know, you know, Stranger Things, people were pretty vocal about number two not hitting. And that's because it was such a, you know, well-loved yeah, I mean, property. You can, it, it happens in the movie business all the time. I mean, when they get a property of something that's really, really beloved and well-known, if it's not done right, they get shredded for it. I mean, look at like with the Doom movie. When the Doom movie, no, sorry, I should say this appropriately. Doom, not Doom, because Doom, yep. Doom just came out. But Doom, yep. the video game, when it came out, everybody hated it because it was like, what? What is this? This isn't. This isn't Doom. This is like. Was that The Rock? Right. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. The Rock who played like the the. He wasn't really. He was like the bad Marine, and then like Carl Urban was the Doom guy. <laughs> Yeah. "Quote unquote" air quotes because he wasn't the Doom guy. He was just some. He was just Carl Urban in space. Yeah, and they fought mutated humans. They weren't demons, but it's like you completely ripped. The, no. You ripped. You you ripped the soul out of the game, out of that property. You ripped the soul out of it, and you created this weird amalgamation and had like three of the monsters from the third game. So, a situation like that, you don't want them to do something that kind of steals or sucks out the fun of whatever that property is. That's why video game movies don't always succeed. That, that's why generally they don't succeed. You only get certain ones that end up being pretty good. And from what I've heard, this Five Nights at Freddy's movie was actually pretty good. It's pretty true to the, to the source material. But yeah, they have to be able to do it right because otherwise, you know, you, you'll, you're, you're going to alienate a big section of your fan base. Which is yeah. me, Loki, asking for a Doom House. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nights, come on, top top. So if if Have Five Nights drops out, you can always go to Doom. Come on, come on. I'm sure. I, I'm sure John Carmack will be all for it. Just make yeah, it up, right? 
get it back in the in the popularity. Another right. uh, little rumor uh, house regarding is from I believe it originated from the Orlando Park stop that we could potentially be seeing the return of Ghostbusters in the form of the new movie Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, which comes out in a few weeks. Now, I guess this is kind of snowballed from a couple different things. There was permits out there in regards to Ghostbusters. I believe that Universal had announced that Ghostbusters is going to be taking over the tribute store this summer because it's an anniversary. Ooh, uh, if, right. if, they, if they haven't announced, I think it's the 40th anniversary of Ghostbusters. Yeah, but yeah I if hear they about haven't, If they haven't announced it yet, that's being rumored. You know, I don't know if it has been announced Then cool. It's happening. If not, that's just been a rumor. I don't, I'm not confirming something myself. There's a new movie coming out too, right? So that's what they say that the house would be based off of the new movie frozen empire, which is the, the original cast is back alongside the cast of the requel that came out with Paul Rudd and a few of the other, you know, Finn Wolfhard was in that all, but Harold Ramis. Yeah. RIP. But, They, you know, they're bringing everyone back for this one. So I don't know. There was also online proof of purchase, I think, of some sort of, you know, like the Ecto one, the car. So we're not sure if people people don't know if that's going to be for a parade, if it's for maybe to put in front of the movie theater when the movie debuts, kind of like how they they had the Fast and the Furious cars out front of the movie theater Mm -hmm. at City Walk. You know, it could be for that. It could be for the tribute store. It could be for just a photo op somewhere. There's a plethora of of places that this thing could be used at. So on that, I'm not sold on that being the reasoning why this rumor is is accurate. I don't know. I think I'm not completely sold on this one, but I'll let you guys kind of talk and we'll round table. The the code names are baked goods, right? We, We saw that. Like yeah, we, we so marshmallow. I mean, it, maybe it's a stretch. I don't know, but or two on the nose, or sm- yeah, s'more because marshmallow or whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, so maybe that is too much, too too on the nose. But with the new movie coming out and the anniversary of the original, and it's been a while since we've had it. I mean, it was two thousand nineteen. Was it? Yeah. 20, was it twenty? Yeah, it was two thousand nineteen. So it's been five years since it, we had a Ghostbusters house. I mean, does that mean anything? Probably not. But, you know, I mean, because I was thinking, because like we've been talking about Beetlejuice and the new movie, the, uh, the new Beetlejuice movie coming out at the end, uh, not the end of the year, but like Halloween September, season. October, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of the same idea with, that they had with, uh, with The Exorcist, where like The Exorcist House kind of came out in conjunction with the movie. Halloween so, the year before. Right. Yeah, it's not impossible that that happens, but yeah, Ghostbusters would, would make sense with everything going around right now. Plus, think of the merch. Like, there's so much they can do with the merch with What's Ghostbusters. If, if Five Nights is out, Ghostbusters is a you know headliner replacement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you could have. I mean, I very well could see you could have both. Those two are your 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 your, your big name IPs. They bring everybody in, and then you have obviously your five originals. But those could be your two big your two big hitters. Yep. It's it's would funny you, that you go ahead, Seamus. Sorry. I was just going to ask the two of you: would, would you would, would you want Ghostbusters? Is this something you'd be you'd be clamoring for, or is it something that's like I've done it before, not massively excited about it? So 
I was just thinking about it. It's already been five years since we last had it. I feel like we just had Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters time flies. I swear it really does. But I was going to say it would definitely make sense with the anniversary coming up for the original movie and all that kind of stuff in the new film coming out. But it's funny that you mentioned, Nick, that they had the permit for the for the car. Because I definitely yeah. think what they would be doing is how they've been doing in City Walk for the movie premieres, how they had um, like the Fast and the Furious cars and all that kind of stuff out there. That could definitely well be just for going into City Walk and maybe yeah. not just like for Horror Night specifically, but then also in the uh, New York area, right by the Jimmy Fallon ride, they still have the fire station set up with the um, little emblem the writing on the window from the ghostbusters show that they used to have so maybe they would do that for the anniversary that'd be something cool if they like incorporated that or maybe had the car like set up over there just for like photo ops and stuff like that so it could be for anything really but i wouldn't mind having ghostbusters ghostbusters isn't i don't want to get a lot of hate for it but ghostbusters really isn't one of my favorite franchises i do enjoy the movies they are fun to be honest with you i think i've only ever seen the first one the original one no we did see the the most recent remake as well I think this is the only two I've seen, and I don't hate them. Just, just remember, there was the 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 all girl cast one. I never and saw then that was, one. And then there was, was like the, I loved that one. Yeah. I don't care. I didn't see that one. I saw the one with Christmas the wig. with the kids with the the most recent heard, one with yeah, the kids then, that came out. The most recent one with the, with the kids in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that one. Either of them, to be fair. I haven't seen uh, the all girl one. Any, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even seen the original in forever. It's been a very long time since I sat down and watched it, but. I honestly, I love all of the movies. I love one. I love two. Uh, the The remake one with Kristen Wiig was was good. It was a fun attempt. It's probably the bottom of the four for me. But then Afterlife was really, really, really yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as far yeah, as far as it coming back, I don't know if I need it back. I don't know. It's a risk if they're gonna do this again. You know, they they did this last year. No, if obviously once we go to Horror Nights, we'll have seen the movie Frozen Empire. But like right now, without me seeing that movie, it's tough for me to say if it would translate well, especially if they if they were basing the house off of the new movie. Uh, I can't imagine they would base it off of the original. I, I know five years, it's five years, but it does feel like it's too soon. I feel it like. does feel like it was just kind of there and they yeah. encompassed yeah. a lot of that original movie in the house now there are some parts that worked a lot better than others but i don't know like what other scene i'd have to maybe dive back into the house walkthrough of ghostbusters and see maybe what scenes they they didn't do and see if there's what else is left to kind of accomplish maybe they do sort of like how they do with texas chainsaw massacre where it's like a legacy house they just call it ghostbusters and you have scenes from you know one two afterlife frozen empire but the setting looks cool for Frozen Empire. I mean, it's like everything is freezing over. It's just Frozen. that could be the that could be the cold house. Yeah, it's just there's stuff to work with. It looks like there's new creatures, new monsters. They also have Slimer back. So I don't know. I I'm not really biting on this one yet. I feel like I don't know. It's just like a risk. It's kind of like how they did Exorcist Believer. They hadn't even seen the movie and it was kind of there until I see the movie. I can't really say one way or the other, but. You know, I'd be fine with Ghostbusters. It's like, you know, I love it. I love the franchise. But the only reason I'm just just fine with it and not like, yes, I need it more is the fact that we I just had it at 29. So question for you guys. What would you I'm trying to think about it and it's tough because like you said, we haven't seen the new movie. If that's what they would base it off of. What would you think if they did? A Ghostbusters scare zone because I was thinking I was like mm, 
I mean, there hasn't really been many scare zones, I feel like, that have been had like IPs. But then again, they did the killer clown scare zone. And then the year or two after, they did the house as well. And I was thinking about it. I was like, well, they could use the car in the scare zone. They could have all the the Ghostbusters and all the different characters. And I was like, hey, maybe it could work. But just if they were going for the new movie, I feel like it'd be really hard to get that frozen atmosphere into a scare zone unless they did it over in um, uh, Central Park area. There we go. I think the problem with doing something like that is, is it, because I don't know, do they own Ghostbusters? Is that Universal or no? I think they do. Um, no. Warner Brothers, I think. Maybe Warner Brothers. Yeah, so the thing is, is like for what it's going to cost to bring that property in, they probably wouldn't pay that just to have it as a scare zone. If they if they, if they get those rights, That's I think true. it would have to be a house. I think they yeah. have to put the effort into building a house because you're you could do it as a scare zone. I don't think you couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you couldn't do it. I just think that the for what it's going to cost to bring that property like that in, it's not going to make sense to do anything other than a house. But I like the idea. I think yeah, they could totally do a you know because they'd have the car out there and and you know the characters running around as the scare actors. But I think that you'd have to. I just don't, I don't see them spending the money on on the rights to it to do to do just that. Yeah, I think like money. Like the, sorry, I was gonna say like money out the window. If that wasn't like a part of the factor, I'd almost want it as a scare zone. Put it in New York. Yeah, you could have the car out there. Yeah. You could have people <laughs> running around. Yeah, you could, yeah, and you could do a little like mini show on the stage with Ghostbusters. Like it's you could be very entertaining. You could have people covered in marshmallows. Like the the Stay Puft Man just exploded. You know, you could do like very. You know, you have the Ghostbusters with the proton packs running around and and shooting, lasering, and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, like Seamus said, with the money factor, I don't see. You know, I don't see them using a strong IP as a scare zone. There's a reason why Zombieland double. I think with Killer Clowns, what happens is like maybe they get like the rights to some super low budget B movie property Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't know about like to be honest how many people do you think knew what killer clowns was when they did the scare zone they bought low and sold high Mm -hmm. so what they were doing was they were testing it to say is this something that would work do people like it and then when they were like all right people were really positive about the scare zone let's use this let's use the rights to do a house the following year and i think with certain ones you might see that happen but with an established property like ghostbusters which has like millions of fans across the globe they're not Mm going to waste the time to do just a scare zone Although yeah. it would be cool. Like yeah. do this gigantic, massive, like marshmallow stake exactly. walk yeah. down the street. Like that would be sick. But mm-hmm. you could have hurt, Zool so. like as part of the show. Yeah. You know, like you could yeah. have that whole interaction. And you could make a sort of mini show out of it, and that would kind of draw people That'd to the scare zone a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd honestly probably prefer that just because we've I've seen it as the house, like I said, but yeah, I don't know that that was a rumor that's been floating around that was from a credible enough source. But again, you know, I don't know if I fully buy it yet. Maybe after mm-hmm. I see the movie, I'll be like, OK, I can I can actually visualize it a little bit more. But for right now, not so much. This is an interesting one that just came out. This was I th- I forget who originally brought it up, but I, th- I had it bookmarked as behind the thrills that there is two new sprung tents coming our way this year. They are constructing them currently. I just looked at a couple like aerial construction shots. 
they are building these. I'm trying to remember exactly where, but remember the walk from the entrance of like the nightmare oh, show and you walk. Yeah. yeah. So when you go down that, you, you would pass where the old MIB tent is. You take that right and you walk behind men in black. The two new tents are just, if you continue that walk straight versus turning to the right to go down towards odd fellow. So if you just keep walking straight, they're building two new sprung tents there for this year. Construction's uh, mm. already beginning and that's going up now. Obviously, people immediately jump to 12 houses, 11 houses. The reasoning behind that is they are, I believe, going to need the space in those parade warehouses back this year because of a new parade. So the houses that hosted um, last year. Stop making sense, damn you. Yeah, right. Let us speculate. Right. The ones last year where uh, Universal Monsters was and where The Last of Us was. Those two big ones are going to be unavailable because they're going to actually. I mean, shit, they're called parade warehouses for a reason. And all they do is those Horror Nights houses. Right. All I know is that that walk ain't going to suck. Thank God. (laughs) I don't know how the walks are going to be bad. It's still going to be a hike. It's (laughs) still going to be. I mean, that's. I mean, that's it's kind of depressing because I you really want those big open spaces for yeah. houses. So the fact that they're taking that away sucks, but I get it. Like they need it for what their actual intended purpose was. But they could very well build another parade warehouse and yeah. convert it into a house. I mean, and they I really hope they are. build one specifically for Halloween Horror Nights rather than just saying we're using warehouse space for Horror Nights. No, you're not. You just they're where they're horror night spaces that yeah. you now need to use for an actual purpose. Yeah. So yeah, it stinks, but that does make sense why they were building new, new pop-up events. Cause I remember on our tours, uh, one of them, she was always talking about the parade warehouse is like, you know, they just built this brand new big parade warehouse. And then, you know, the HHN comes around. They're like, you know what we could do with this big house. We could put, we could put a haunted house in there. And they're like, we built this. So you, because you took our last one and we just built a new one. You're taking this one. So I think they are again, building another additional parade warehouse. Uh, but obviously that's going to take time where they can house all that stuff. So the tents will be popped up you know, a lot easier than the yeah. new parade warehouse. But right. are you excited for two new tents then? That is exciting. A new, I new mean, change of scenery. <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 we would rather, we would rather hear that than, Hey, we're cutting down two exactly. houses because yeah. we need those spaces. We're at least going to give you the 10 houses. You just unfortunately are going to have what's eight in sprung tents and two in, or maybe six in sprung four, tents and two and four of them in, four. in uh, five technical. I call them like fast and furious is like a half C. So like that's five, five sprung tents essentially. And then, you have the the other ones up front in New York, so right. but it does it does feel like less spread out now because I don't know if we'd be entering by ET or what. You know, the entrance queues are going to be an issue. You know, I just don't know where they're going to funnel those other people because if we're going yeah, to go to those tents, deep tents, like you're going to enter at like the opposite end now. At right, this point. Like, and are they going to be done with the DreamWorks? The DreamWorks side by, by September. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're done with that, then you can have the queue kind of go back behind there again, depending on what's back there. So, yeah, because you'd have the two in the back where 
Last of Us and and um, Darkest Deal. Darkest Deal was, and then you'd have two or three over by the DreamWorks area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could, and then it means that they're probably going to get rid of the one up front, then, right? Or or no? Like, they'll, they'll still keep that. Oh, will they? They'll, I think they'll keep that because the only two, the the ones they they would to lose would be the Monsters House and where Last of Us was. Just those two buildings. Oh, right. Well, they probably can still run the, they can still run the queue back by DreamWorks as long as it's still it opened up. Yeah, yeah. So that'll I be that's interesting to to come out. But yeah, that's that's the the latest update on those like little tents because you know I get that I don't know what parade is coming, but. Supposedly, there's an, another parade or something where they need to store stuff. So, I don't know. I, I'm all in. I love the tent houses, but again, you're right. We're losing that scale. You know, you can only do so much with those parade warehouses, and they do an amazing job. But you just can't replicate. You can't put the opening scene of Monsters Unmasked in a tent. It's just not doable. Now, so maybe that means more scary stuff, more close encounters, and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's just kind of what what has been being said around online on the interwebs, as they would say interwebs. But yeah, so that kind of wraps up all of the, you know, rumors and, and, you know, speculation on the internet. We figured that it was about time that we sort of address some of them because, you know, some are more concrete than others. We don't want to comment on every little thing that everybody and their grandmother says online because, Apparently, everybody is an HHN insider. You know, everybody knows somebody. So we got to kind of pick and choose which ones are worthwhile to actually mention and comment on. But who knows? Those are just our opinions. We are not, you know, we are also not insiders. That's why we don't break news and we don't get you scoops. We just comment on said scoops. So that's all we're kind of discussing in our main topic tonight. So before we sign off, horror movies of the week. I have one listed down that we watched a couple of weeks ago, but does anybody else have anything they want to share for their, their horror movies of the week or weeks? Cause it's too. been a little bit. I don't know if it's the same one as yours though, Nick, but it might be possibly. What do you, well, yeah. I'll let you go first. I finally watched since it was put on Netflix, Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Nope. And you I don't have... get to go first. I get to go first. Why? I watched Thanksgiving <laughs> this week. Uh, no, you can continue. It was really good. I was pleasantly surprised Netflix. with it, honestly. I it was on Netflix. You, don't have no, you, could, you could log into our Seamus. Don't yeah, you worry about it. Netflix. We'll yeah, Netflix, if you heard that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, don't, seriously. Don't, don't cancel. Don't cancel. Don't cancel. People using my Netflix scumbags. <laughs> Please don't cancel it. But, I also um, heard you're about to raise your prices again. You fucking douchebags. Are they, they really? Are. Of course oh, they are. Disney raises too. So is Disney crazy? Money grubbing. Granted, at least with Disney, you're getting you're getting Hulu and ESPN. I pay for that the three package thing. Yeah. Continue. Get everything. Cut you off. No, it's okay. Nick started it. No, I'm just joking. It sounds, it sounds like a good movie, though. I have to it watch was, this movie. There's so many movies I haven't watched yet. You must God have damn. to. I know. I'm, I'm so behind. I always, kids who stay until 10 o'clock at night. Like, what am I supposed right. to do? I feel like I always wait months to watch movies until they come out anyways, just because I'm that type of person. Nick, really big movie theater guy. Big fan. Love Me? it. Love, love the movie theaters. Can't, can't really. I'm not a, not a huge fan, honestly. I'd rather sit at home and relax and watch a movie. But to get back to Thanksgiving, we waited months to watch it. And then our, one of our buddies told us that it was getting put on Netflix. And I was like, oh, perfect. Got something new to watch. Didn't Not that I don't want to say I didn't have high hopes for it. I didn't really watch any of the trailers or anything. So I didn't know what to expect. Didn't really see too many spoilers online or other different things, whatever. So I came into it 
pretty open-minded, which was great. And I really enjoyed it. A lot of good kills. The storyline was good. It was easy to follow. It wasn't too long. The acting was really good. Patrick Dempsey, didn't even know. Love him. Adore him. Can't believe he was in it. Never really seen him anything horror-related, so that was cool. But all around, it was a really good movie. If you haven't watched it yet, like I said, they just put it on Netflix, and it's really, really well done. Eli Roth really knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah, so I'll just jump in after that because that was also my horror movie of the week. We watched Thanksgiving fi- or Thanksgiving finally. Or is it Thanksgiving? It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I keep wanting to say yeah. Thanksgiving too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thanksgiving. Uh, the better rendition of a horror movie based around Thanksgiving, which will not replace Thanksgiving for me, but it will be put on to the yearly loop around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was, I was very happy with it. It is just that campy slasher ridiculous concept it's got a little bit of scream in it with that whodunit style but of course it's eli roth so you're gonna have that super unnecessary extreme body horror uh but it was a good time it was just a quintessential slasher it it didn't really do anything super crazy and like new but it did what i like you know it it gave me a new killer with a persona and Mm -hmm. an image it wasn't just like a random ex-boyfriend or whatever. You yep. know, it's it it they just they stuck out. They had they had a uh motive, they had a a weapon, which I, I really like when killers have, you know, their a own original weapon. weapon. Yeah. You know, Leatherface Chainsaw, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Machete, Michael Myers knife. I like when somebody is, you know, just known for having their own little you know, weapon of choice. So I, I just, I really enjoyed what they did with that. So I'm again, Netflix is out there. So go check that out. Uh, Seamus, did you catch anything in particular this week? Nothing horror related. No, just kind of go back and watch some of the old, old, old favorites, the old classics. Mm-hmm. Old so, reliables. I usually do too. Yeah. All righty. Well, that about wraps us up over here at fear and beer for this week. Again, we should be getting some stuff. I'm, I'm sure, you know, the closer we get to springtime and summer, the more the rumors are going to start kind of coming on out. So we will be back next time to talk about anything that is coming out. And if we have no information, we will come up with another fun little something. We'll, we'll come up with something. something. <laughs> we'll find something to talk about. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy haunts. You know, it's Halloween. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.